Hi folks this is your dispatch riders podcast a series bringing you exciting and enthralling indian war stories stories about great indian battles stories about incidents that happened during war time and finally stories about the brave men and great leaders of the indian armed forces stay tuned with me Today's episode is about Field Marshal Sam Manikshaw. That's a very short introduction because Sam Manikshaw, India's most popular general, doesn't really need an intro. Once when on a visit to a military unit, Sam was chatting with a young Gurkha soldier and he loved chatting with soldiers. Sam asked him, "Do you know my name?" When the soldier answered in the affirmative, Sam asked, "Tell me what's my name?" The soldier answered, Sam Bahadur the name stuck and Sam Manikshaw became Sam Bahadur The music you're hearing in the background is a military tune composed by the Military School of Music in honor of Sam The title of the music composition maybe you've guessed it right it's called Sam Bahadur Sam Hormuzji Framji Jamshedji Manikshaw was born in 1914 in Amritsar He was the 7th chief of staff of the Indian Army heading the army during the 1971 war with Pakistan. He was credited with leading the Indian forces to victory against Pakistan during 1971 and remains to this day India's most popular army general. He was also India's first field marshal. Sam was selected for the first course of the newly instituted Indian Military Academy in 1932. He was commissioned into the 12th Frontier Force Regiment, commonly called the 54 Sikhs, in 1933. He saw action in the Second World War and in 1942 was gravely injured in action when seven bullets from a Japanese machine gun ripped through his body. For his act of gallantry, Sam was awarded the military cross. In 1947, Sam was posted as General Staff Officer Grade 1 or GSO1 at Army Headquarters where he managed various issues related to the partition. Towards the end of 1947, Sam was assigned the command of 35 Gurkha Rifles as a Lieutenant Colonel. But before he could leave Pakistan attacked Kashmir and a huge crisis erupted. 
Sam stayed back in army headquarters. Interestingly, Sam never got to command a battalion, a tenure that every officer must complete to be eligible for higher ranks. Sam was promoted to colonel and then brigadier and was designated director military operations during the crucial Kashmir operations of 1948. He played a pivotal role in the integration of Kashmir into India. Sam was deputed along with VP Menon, a minister in Nehru's cabinet, to meet the Maharaja of Kashmir when the Pakistanis attacked and annexed half the state. They carried with them the instrument of accession and got the Maharaja to accede his state to the Union of India by signing the instrument of accession. Once this happened, Sam coordinated a huge mobilization of the Indian armed forces from different parts of India into Kashmir to counter the Pakistani onslaught. In 1952, Sam commanded an infantry brigade in Firozpur as brigadier and in 1954 returned to army headquarters as director of military training. In 1955, Sam went on to command an infantry school in Mau and in 1957, Sam was promoted to major general and posted as general officer commanding 26th division. During this stint, the Defence Minister Krishna Menon visited 26th Div along with General Thimaya, the Chief of the Army Staff. During the visit, Menon, stealing a moment alone with Sam, inquired from him what he thought of his Chief, that is General Thimaya. Sam replied, Mr. Minister, I am not allowed to think about him. He is my Chief. Tomorrow you will be asking my subordinate brigadiers and colonels what they think of me. It's the surest way to ruin the discipline of the army. Don't do it in future. Sam moved on as Commandant of the Defence Services Staff College at Wellington in Tamil Nadu. It was here that Sam encountered trouble with the then Defence Minister V.K. Menon and his protégé Lieutenant General B.M. Call. Maybe it was because of his earlier outspoken frankness. Whether that seemingly rude response had irked Menon or there was some other reason is not known. But Sam was implicated in a false case with serious charges and a court of inquiry was set up. Fortunately, the presiding officer of the court of inquiry was Lieutenant General Dalat Singh, the then Western Army commander. Dalat Singh was a fair and upright man known for his integrity. He cleared Sam's name from all charges. By this time, the war with China had commenced in the East. Sam was immediately assigned to head four corps as General Officer Commanding. Four corps was the main fighting formation in the Northeast. Sam took over four corps as GOC just at the close of the Chinese hostilities of 1962. Sam's first meeting with the senior officers of four corps is legendary, just as it was typical of his personality. Four Corps at that juncture was a completely battered and demoralized army having been humiliated at the hands of the Chinese and for good measure due to complete failure of the Indian military and political leadership. In his first meeting, Sam had only this to say, Gentlemen, I have arrived. There will be no more withdrawals in Four Corps. Thank you. Few words which most certainly would have sent a strong message to the rank and file that he meant business and that he expected every man in uniform to act 
dignified in the face of adversity and most importantly that four core was now in the hands of a true leader By this time Sam had earned the reputation of being India's most promising and upcoming general officer. No wonder then that he took over as the Western Army commander and later the Eastern Army commander before he was appointed the chief of staff of the Indian Army in 1969. That he led India to its most decisive military victory in 1971 which led to the liberation of Bangladesh. is common folklore not only in india but in pakistan too for his role as india's army chief in this crucial period a grateful nation honored him with the padma vibhushan and he was promoted as india's first field marshal a rank that is held by an officer till his death that sam was professionally brilliant is obvious from his career graph but he was more popularly known as a soldier's general the safety and honor of the men he commanded was always his prime concern whenever he visited formation headquarters and units he would refuse to see training etc as he said i have seen enough during my service he would in- instead insist on seeing how my troops and my officers live there he would go into the minutest detail why is the light switch so far away from the bed can the lettering on the houses not be more neatly done why does this room not have a built-in wardrobe which clot has designed this house this last much to the mortification of the accompanying chief engineer who in all probability was the clot being referred to he was the bane of the constructional engineer's life but a friend of the officer and the soldier when the government has accepted the commitment of providing housing to my officers and my men used to remark my engineers must ensure that they get the best possible and he made sure while he was chief that they continued to do so Sam was a tough taskmaster and a disciplinarian. Many officers who served in his chain of command or worked closely would still shudder to think of the effort required to keep pace with him. His cryptic and sarcastic remarks were a sign that he was very upset with something or someone. Once while on a tour to a battalion and while going around the officers' mess, he noticed that the silver displayed in the mess was not polished. Officers messes usually take great pride in their collection of mess silver as this not only adds to the beauty and dignity of the mess but also as many old sentimental memories collected presented and preserved as all these pieces are over the years unclean silver therefore is no small affront to the dignity of the mess he turned to the adc and within hearing distance of the commanding officer and his brigade and divisional commanders instructed his adc when we get back to delhi send this regiment a tin of silver polish they evidently don't have any here 
His mastery of detail was fantastic. And as I was to learn later, he could quote an answer given verbally or in writing months previously to correct someone who was saying something else. During his tenure as the Eastern Army commander, a battalion employed in the Mizo Hills and paying perhaps a little more attention to the welfare of its troops and in the process a little less than desirable attention to the operational side, received a rude reminder that someone up there was watching very keenly every move that was being made. A parcel of bangles was delivered to the commanding officer with the compliments of the army commander with a cryptic note, and I quote, If you are avoiding contact with the hostile, give these to your men to wear, unquote. Needless to say, the next few weeks saw a flurry of activity by this battalion, resulting in another more soothing message, and I quote, Send the bangles back, unquote. On a relatively lighter note, when Sam was chief and his biography was being written, a draft was presented to him for his perusal. In the draft, his date of birth was mentioned as 4th April 1969. It was an obvious typographical error. The file came back with Sam's comments in red ink. He wrote, I must have been an absolute fantastic genius to have been promoted chief at the tender age of three months. Sam was appointed chief in July 1969. Within a tough exterior lay a very humane being. Sam, by his own admission, had never ever punished a man in uniform throughout his career, a fact that is hard to digest. Sam believed in the values of leadership. To him, the two most important aspects of a good leader were professional knowledge and the ability, character and moral strength to stand upright and fight for what is right and just. And if these were true hallmarks of a leader, he always led by example. There are many instances that illustrate Sam's display of standing up for what he thought was correct to his seniors or politicians. Here's one example. Prior to the 1971 operations, he sent a clear message to Prime Minister Indira Gandhi and Defence Minister Jagjeevan Ram that for a sure shot military victory, he would run the show his way and without interference from those who were not well versed with military matters. Sam did run his own show and led the country to its first ever decisive victory against Pakistan, an event that restored the morale of not only the Indian Army but India as a whole. On another occasion, he entered the mini-conference room in the Army headquarters, almost on the heels of the Defence Secretary, Harish Sareen. Officers scheduled to participate in the conference were in the process of settling down with the usual pre-conference activities of finding their places, taking out their papers, putting away briefcases, last-minute references to notes and so on. It was a warm day and the secretary, Hari Sareen, entering through the door, looked at one of the colonels who was sitting down consulting his notes and said, You there! Open that window! Before the officer could get up came a sharp sit down from the chief who had entered through another door at almost the same time. 
Then, in the silence following his bellow, he turned to the Defence Secretary and said, Mr. Secretary, don't you ever again address one of my officers in that tone of voice. You may say, Sam, would you please open that window and I will open that window for you. That officer is a colonel and not you there. Hari Sareen, a very powerful civil servant, mumbled some explanation along the lines that he had meant no offence, to which the reply was, I don't care what you meant, I heard what you said and I did not like it. Sam possessed such deep professional knowledge and experience that no one could ever bluff him with overconfidence and factually incorrect information. On a visit to a border security force headquarters once, a Lieutenant Colonel of the Army on deputation with the BSF started to brief him on operations conducted by his troops. He gave a masterly exposition on the map of how good his troops were of how effective their actions had been and how demoralized the enemy had become. Sam heard him out in silence. With misplaced confidence, however, the Lieutenant Colonel made the fatal error of ending with, Now, sir, if there are any questions, I will be happy to answer them. The questioning started. Three questions and the man was a blubbering mess as any man will be who knows he's been caught lying. Then the chief got up, walked over to the lectern, patted the briefing officer on the back and said, Sweetheart, you mustn't bluff your chief. He's on your side. He knows more than you think he does. And finally, he is not a reporter for a cheap thrill-seeking news magazine. On another visit, he asked the CEO what the task of his unit was. The officer perhaps rattled with the presence of the chief, perhaps not at his best that day, stumbled and mumbled and fumbled and just could not say anything right. The chief tried his best and when he was like this, he could be truly excellent to calm the officer, but to no avail. Finally, he put his arm around the officer's shoulder and patting him on the back said, Sweetheart, I am beginning to get the uncomfortable feeling that you are bluffing me. I doubt if that officer had any sleep that night. Though a field marshal till he died, Sam led a quiet, retired life in the Nilgiri Hills. Long after he had lost his wife Silu, he continued to live in the company of his Gurkha ex-comrades-in-arms and their families. Well into his 90s, he was immaculately turned out at any time of the day. His home continued to reflect the military-style turnout, spotlessly cleaned rooms and sparkling crockery and cutlery. Sam lived the life of a true soldier, battling his deteriorating health and old age, till he finally hung his uniform at the ripe old age of 94 on June 27, 2008. Sam Bahadur, here's a salute to you.
I hope you liked this episode about Sam Bahadur. I'll be back with a new episode very soon. Till then, this is your dispatch rider signing off. Bye for now.